0: straight to your phone free everyday daily motivation send me a text right now the control freak is the type of person who's on top of everything and everyone around them knows that they are on top of everything this is an important point Dre free, exceptional work on your game I like the approach work on your fucking game everybody has it relates to what Dre's saying in a different way work on your game I like the way he thinks this way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. You are now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence, to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get to use those personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself to go and make things happen instead of wait for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unifying philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is why you need to be a control freak. Yes, why you need to be a control freak. Not why not to be one, why you need to be a control freak get into that in a second. First of all, let me tell you while I'm talking here, I want you to text me and tell me the best insight you got from today's class and text me to get into my daily motivation texting community, which I send out this text every single morning to everyone who's in my text community. Guaranteed to keep you focused, sharp and on point. Here's the number 305-384-6894. Text me right now. And tomorrow when I send out the daily motivation, because you're in my text community, that's the only reason why you will not get that message. Secondly, The next step to working with me directly, my coaching programs, all my courses, and getting my physical mailings that I send out every month are all in Work On Your Game University. Just go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. You get all the information, all the steps, and everything you need to do to get started in joining the university, working with me directly. Again, workonyourgameuniversity.com. Now this topic, why you need to be a control freak. Many of you have probably been taught and conditioned to believe over the years that being a control freak is a negative thing. You're this person who's micromanaging everything and everybody. You don't know when to kind of let go. You don't know when to allow good enough to be good enough like we talked about in yesterday's episode. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to, in some ways, contradict what I just talked about yesterday and also in episode 2177 about being a control freak. You think of people who are recognized for being very high achieving leaders. People like Steve Jobs, who was the visionary behind Apple, people like Walt Disney behind Walt Disney World and all the Disney films. Lee Iacocca, who's the guy who saved the Chrysler company from completely going under and being completely insolvent back in the back in the '80s or '90s, a couple of decades back. Donald Trump, even, before he got into politics, Donald Trump, the businessman, was widely recognized as a control freak of his brand and of his businesses, and all of these guys, very successful at what they did. Despite being recognized and proudly being control freaks at what they did, I'm going to tell you why being a control freak is actually a good thing and why you need to start being a control freak at what you do, because it will help you perform at a higher level and help you be more consistent at what you do and also bring some more prestige to your work and to your brand. Point number one topic once again today is why you need to be a control freak. Control freaks get things done. I mean, this could be the whole episode if I wanted to, if I wanted to cheat, like some people who have podcasts and they put out three minute episodes, I could, that could be the whole episode. I could conclude it right there. Control freaks get things done. Things don't get done for control freaks. Control freaks get things done. Notice the difference. And control freaks get things done the way that they want them done, not however they get done, how they want them done. The reason that happens is because a control freak is the type of person who's on top of everything. And everyone around them knows that they are on top of everything. This is an important point. This is an important distinction about a control freak. Not only are they on top of stuff, everybody knows that they're on top of stuff, which means everyone else is more on point because they know that the control freak will not allow them to not be on point. You get it? Think Michael Jordan. Did you see that Last Dance documentary a couple years ago that ESPN and Netflix put out about Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls? Was Michael Jordan a control freak? Hell yeah, he was a control freak. Michael Jordan was not okay with any player on his team. And yes, it was his team not performing up to Michael Jordan's standard for that player. And every player on the team to a man admitted this. And Michael Jordan admitted it. And you can see the results. Did Michael Jordan get things done? I would say so. If any of you ever read a book about Tiger Woods, there's a book called, I can't remember what the book is called. I believe the book is just called Tiger Woods. Let me see if I can find it because I know I read this book. It Yeah, it's just called Tiger Woods by Jeff Benedict and Armin So Any of you who's a golfer? I know I got some golfers who listen to this show. Read this book called Tiger Woods. In that book, Tiger, well, first of all, he was raised by two parents who were control freaks, Tiger's father and his mom. A lot of people know about Tiger Woods' dad. They don't know about Tiger Woods' mom. Tiger Woods' parents, both of them were control freaks. They decided that Tiger Woods was going to become a golfer. Tiger Woods did not choose golf. Uh, His parents chose golf for him. I'm not saying that's necessarily a good thing. That's how it went. Read the book and you'll see for yourself. Tiger Woods had two control freak parents. And then when he became old enough to be in control of his own affairs, he became a control freak and he was trying to control everything. And we know how that in some ways didn't go so great for him. But Tiger Woods was a control freak. And it was one of the reasons why he became so great at golf was because he was a control freak. He was on top of everything and everyone around him, Team Tiger, knew that he was on top of everything. Michael Jordan, they all knew he was on top of everything. And control freaks, what they do is they make sure things get done the way that they want them done, even if it means rubbing somebody the wrong way, pissing somebody off, firing somebody, or otherwise confronting individuals who usually get away with not doing things the right way. You ever been to an amusement park? And You ever been to Disney World? You notice the difference between an amusement park and Disney World? They're two different places. If you've been to a regular amusement park, that's anyone other than Disney World, and you've been to Disney World, You notice that there's a big difference between the two, yes? At Disney World, the people, the people who actually attend the park, notice that the people are usually much nicer, they're much calmer, they're more friendly, they're more respectful than any other amusement park that you go to. Why is this? In aggregate, that is. I mean, I'm not saying there aren't some jerks at Disney World, but in aggregate, the reason why this is, is because if you ask Disney's marketing department why this is, they'll tell you that it's because Disney is just this magical place, all right? That's what the the marketing slogan says. Yeah, it sounds good. but That's not the reason. Here's the reason. Is because Disney itself, if you read any books about Disney and the way they operate their business, I'm not talking about the stuff that they show the public, the way they operate their business, the back-end stuff. Disney takes strict control, they maintain strict control over the management and operations of their parks, even down to how the customers behave. Yes, they have systems for how they make you and I behave when we're going through their parks. Yes, this is something that they actually do on purpose and consciously. If you didn't know, now you know. Next time you go to Disney, You may start to notice these things. You should read about it first so that you can know what you're looking for. But Disney absolutely does this. They strategize for how they want you to behave. To give you an example, right? When you're coming into the park in the middle of the day while the park is open and they want you to spend time in the park, because the more time you spend at the park, the more money you spend at the park. Any of you ever went to Disney and had a kid with you, I bet you probably spent a ton of money. Now, I've been to Disney, but not since I had a kid. I think when I go with a kid, if I go this year, my child will be too young to talk, so he won't entice us to spend a lot of money. But if we go again and he's old enough to walk and talk, then I'll probably end up spending a lot more money than I would had it just been adults. But during the day when the park is open at Disney, here's something that you'll notice next time you go. They play slow, calm music because when the music is slow and calm, what do you do? You move slowly and calmly. And the slower you move, the more time you spend at the park. And the more time you spend at the park, Disney, this is part of their operations they want you to see things that will entice you to spend money. And there's a principle, I don't remember the exact number, but I was taking a course and someone talked about this. Every X number of feet that you traverse inside of a Disney theme park, there needs to be some opportunity for you to buy something. That, this is an absolute fact. This is a part of their design. This is part of their business model. You can learn a lot about monetizing whatever you do by studying what Disney does. And here's the other thing. Here's the other end of that. So they play the slow, calm music during the day because they want you to spend as much time as possible in the park. At the end of the night, when the park is closing, they play more sped up, up up-tempo music. Why? Because they want you to get the hell out of there so they can get the park ready for the next day and they can squeeze more money out of you the next day. This is a real thing. I'm not making this up. And again, they manage all of this stuff. This is all part of the strategy that goes on in the back end. So if you go to the local amusement park where you live, assuming you live somewhere other than Orlando. All right. The shenanigans that can happen at those parks rarely happen at Disney. Again, this is not by accident, and it's not, as Disney would tell you, it ain't magic. It's by design, and it's by strict control, and that's what we're talking about here. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is why you need to be a control freak. The world is filled with average people. All right, we already know this. How do I know this? Because that's the very definition of average, is that most people are average. Episode 2380, I asked you, do you want to be average, or do you want to be exceptional? Episode 2412, I told you that America conspires to make you average, and you need to figure out how to fight back. Episode 2425, I talked about the habits that are keeping you average right now. Episode 962, I told you that you are not here to be average. Episode number 1185, four basic skills that will separate you from the average masses. Most people are average by definition. And because of this, they will attempt to discourage you from this concept of being a control freak simply because they don't know any better than being average. That's the only thing that they know. So when they see you trying to be a control freak and get things done the way you want them to get done, the? this goes against what an average person is about, all they can advise you to do is what they do, which is be average, i.e. not a control freak. Most people are okay being average. They're okay being mediocre or worse. So which by definition, when you're mediocre or worse, you're not getting what you want in life. You get something, but you ain't getting what you want when you're mediocre or average. The reason most people don't get what they want in life is because they're unwilling to accept the full responsibility that comes with power as a package deal. And thus they disqualify themselves from power, which means you can't get what you want because you don't have influence. See, power is influence. If you want to get what you want in life, you have to be willing to take on responsibility for the power that comes with getting what you want. And when you have power, you have influence. And when you have influence, you can get what you want. You see how all this stuff works together. See, if you know what you want and you are serious about getting it, you have to be willing to take control and maintain control. And with that control comes what? responsibility. And people need to know that you have control. You don't need to hide behind the scenes with your control. People need to know you have control, know you are the girl or the guy who was in control of this situation, even if you're doing it at a quote unquote freakish level, control freak. And you're completely okay with that because you want what you want and you are determined to get it. See, a person who has that mentality, you want what you want, you're determined to get it. You're willing to take on the responsibility that comes with that because what you want is more important than the burden of the responsibility that you have to take on in exchange. Remembering. That there are no perfect scenarios in life. There are only trade offs. I'll discuss this in episode 2174. Point number three today's topic, once again, is why you need to be a control freak. Many entrepreneurs listen to this show, and amongst those of you who are not entrepreneurs, you may be in a position of influence where you work. Let's say if you work in the C suite, if you're a manager, a head coach, if you're a head of a department, if you run your own area or region at your job, you are in a position of influence. You have some authority over some other people at what you do. If you want things to be run correctly, is it true or not that you need to take control? Do you agree? Every C-suite executive listening to me right now, every head of department, anyone who runs your own region or area at work, any of you who's a manager, any head coaches here, every entrepreneur here, if you want things run correctly, doesn't that mean you need to be in control? At least, to some extent. It doesn't mean you have to do everything for things to run correctly, but you need to be in control of how things get run because the only way it can be correct is for it to be done the way that you want it done. This means you got to have control over how things get done. And if things are not being done right, you step in and you make sure people understand this is not okay. This is how it's supposed to be. Even if you get completely hands off of the situation, you can be hands off of the situation still and be in control of it. You can be hands off of, how your kids do the dishes but you're still in control of how they do the dishes because you told them how they're supposed to be done and they don't do it right you're going to throw all the dishes in the sink and make them do it all over the whole point is being in control means you are taking ownership and responsibility over the situation which is how you get power which is how you have influence which is how you get things done the way you want them to get done remember that people don't do what you expect they do what you inspect this is a key concept of being a manager you want to manage people they need to know that you know exactly what they're doing and that you're going to hold them accountable for what they're supposed to do not just go off the honor system, and assume that they did what they were supposed to do. Because as soon as they realize that you're just assuming and not checking, oh, they're going to start skimping on the job. They're going to start not doing what they're supposed to do and half-assing it. Why? Because they can get away with it. Why? Because human beings are, by nature, at least, and this applies to you just as much as it applies to them. Often, when people don't get what they want in life, it's simply because they are unwilling to ask for it or unwilling to take actions towards getting it. And I mean direct and conscious actions towards getting what they want. You would be surprised at how often you can get what you want in life if you simply ask for it and or you are demanding about it. I don't necessarily mean going up to someone and demanding that they give it to you, but being demanding in your actions, being demanding in your energy and your spirit for getting what you want. You can often get exactly what you want, but you had to be willing to stick your neck out in order to acquire it. Remember that all of us have been trained from childhood to comply. All right, we are taught. As children to comply, as students at school to comply, as employees at work to comply. When you go into institutions in America like schools, hospitals, courthouses, and jails, everything is set up to make you comply and threaten you if you don't. So if you just tell or ask people for what you want, you will often get it with very little resistance. You just tell people, hey, this is what I want done. Often people will just do it, not because they respect you and your authority so much. They might not have any idea even who you are, but because people are wired to comply from childhood, if you just give someone an order and tell them to do it, often they will just go do it without having any idea who you are or why they're doing it. You may think this crazy because you're constantly thinking about it right now, but you probably do it yourself so often that you don't even notice. And if and when you do meet resistance, because you will, eventually you will run into someone who is not going to blindly comply with you. You must be willing to rule with an iron fist. And this is in positions where you do actually have some real authority. I'm not talking to you just testing this out in real life. When you actually have real authority, you as the control freak must be willing to wield your iron fist and use that iron fist if someone doesn't want to comply with you and do what you want them to do. In other words, you got to be willing to fire people, get them out of there. When I worked at Bally Total Fitness on gym memberships back in 2005, our sales manager was a guy named Steve. And Steve was working there before I got there. He hired me. And I remember Steve was telling the story. To me about how, when he first came in as a sales manager at this particular location, what happened to him was what usually happens to a new manager who comes into a place where there are already uh, norms established and there are already staff who've been working there. They're looking at the new manager with skepticism, and the first thing they're going to do is, is test them out. All right, let's find out how far we can go with this manager. What can we get away with? What can we not get away with with this new guy? And Steve said, when he first came in, there was a bunch of people there who kind of bristled at his style of management. They bristled at the fact that he was coming in and introducing some standards and enforcing some rules and holding people accountable, which clearly the previous manager had not been doing. And Steve just talked about how when he his first month, he fired a whole bunch of people simply because they were not following what he wanted them to do. So he was doing what I'm telling you here, being willing to rule with his iron fist when people didn't do what he wanted them to do. And that was not only a signal to them as they got fired, but also signal to the people who didn't get fired. Listen, all right, I'm running things now. This is the way it's going to go. And what happened to these people who got fired? Can and will happen to you if you resist this new regime. And Steve ended up doing pretty well there. One reason is because he had me. I was the best salesperson there that summer of 2005. That's just a fact. But anyway, let's recap today's class, which is why you need to be a control freak. You think of the Steve Jobs, Walt Disney's, Lee Iacobis, Donald Trump's. These are people who are very much known as being control freaks in their business. Why? Point number one, control freaks get things done. They get them done the way they want them done. The story about Donald Trump that he was walking around one of his casinos back in the Trump casino days. This is pre-politics Donald Trump. And he's walking around the facility. He would walk around the grounds of his facilities all the time and make sure things were done right. He was very, very much a stickler for details. He paid a lot of attention to detail. This is something that a lot of you could learn from. He walked into one of the bathrooms and inside the bathroom in one of his Trump casinos, there was uh, water all over the floor and toilet tissue all over the floor. The bathroom was just trashed. And he looked at his assistant who was walking around with the clipboard, like writing everything down needed to get done. He looked at his assistant and said, get this clean immediately. And the person with the clipboard goes scurrying off to go get it clean or go find a person who's supposed to clean it. So then Trump leaves the bathroom. He's walking around the other parts of the facility. And at one point he stops. Wheels around and goes right back to that same bathroom that he had told that person with the clipboard to clean. And it was 10 minutes later, and he looks at, he goes inside the bathroom. The bathroom is still trashed. He looks at another assistant who was there and he says, Hey, didn't I tell that person to get this thing clean? What the hell is going on? He's like blowing his stack over this, the fact that this bathroom was not clean. And the assistant looks at Donald Trump and says, Well, Mr. Trump, it's only been 10 minutes. And Donald Trump looks at the assistant and says, Well, listen, you got 10 minutes to go fire that other guy and you got 10 minutes to get this bathroom clean. And he turns around and walks away. The whole point is, the guy was a control freak and I think we can agree, the guy got things done. The whole point is, control freaks get things done and it doesn't matter if they need to rub some people the wrong way or piss some people off in the process. And many of the businesses that are run very smoothly and very crisply, you may think that happens just because they have great people or they're just lucky or they have this great, you know, let's just say great people are luck. No, it's none of that all of this stuff is by design. You may not notice the design, but there is by design. It's all happening in the back end. Point number two, the world is filled with average people who would discourage you from being a control freak simply because they are used to not getting what they want in life and someone demanding that they get what they want in life, like a control freak type individual like you. They can't fathom thinking like that. So they're going to advise you to do something different because they cannot fathom, again, the mindset that you would need to be in to be a control freak. You must resist the pull of the average people. And there are more of them than there are control freaks. And number three, many entrepreneurs who listen to this show and those of you who are C-suite executives, head of departments, run your own area or region, your managers, your head coaches, you want things run correctly, you got to be in control of the process. Doesn't mean you have to do it, but you have to be in control of what's happening. And if and when something doesn't go right, you're going to jump in and make sure the people who made the mistake know, hey, that mistake is not acceptable around here. If you want things done the right way, That's the way that you have to control things. Again, it doesn't mean do them, but it means control. And remember that most people have been trained to comply since childhood. We are trained to comply to our parents. Then we spend 12 years complying in school. Then we spend 40 years complying at work. So if you just tell people what to do, they will respect your authority, your posture of authority. You don't actually have to have any real authority, just your posture of authority. And people will usually comply with you. All right, This is just the way the world works, especially in the United States. So if you stand up and decide to be a control freak and control things, people will respect your authority. All that said, text me, tell me the best insight you got from today's class. My number is 305-384-6894. And then go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. Join my university. The best course you can take to help you with what we talked about here today is my Bulletproof Mindset 2.0 course. There's a whole module in there on communication. It is, isn't it? Bulletproof Mindset. is not just about how you're thinking in your own head. It's about how you communicate your style and your energy towards other people. And if you're a control freak, you better be bulletproof in the way that you communicate to other people. And that's the way you want to get them to respect you, listen to you, listen to you and comply with you. Again, that's all at work on your game, Work on your game. Dre all day.